Hello and welcome to the Daily Lawyer podcast and today is yet another episode in our daily story series where we uh, feature business owners across the spectrum at various stages of their business to come and speak about their journeys the lessons that they have learned in and through running their business some struggles with legalities or some lessons that they have learned in probably something to do with their documentation from the angle that others can learn from their mistakes one they can inspire others to do maybe what they have done and also communicate to practitioners uh, what the kind of support that they would need in running their business from legal practitioners because the daily lawyer aims at being this bridge between people and practitioners and this getting business owners on the daily story series is one step towards this goal and for today's series i have a wonderful person i really really like her whenever i think of her i always think of her with a smile i'm speaking about carolyn perera the founder the brain and the i don't know the chef everything behind truthfully yours she's also a voice over artist there's so much i want to talk to her but first i want to welcome carolyn carolyn hi hi jenna Hi. Welcome to the Daily Lawyer podcast. So excited to be here. I'm so happy. I I meant it when I said that when I think of you I always think of you with a smile because you're always smiling every time I see you like you <laughs> have a nice big smile. And uh, so sweet. You are also very cool, you know. You you do so many things. I don't know how you manage it. You uh you are a voice over artist and you've uh, lent your voice to uh, I don't know radio spots, corporate films, audio visuals, television commercials, IVR phone messages. You've also voiced documentaries for National Geographic and Fox Life and Travel Channel. Uh you are the founder of Truthfully Yours. I I I can attest to the goodness of the uh truthfully yours products because i have consumed your pancake mixes and all of Definitely your Definitely have one of my chocolate. favorite customers. Thank <laughs> you. So um you know i know uh i don't and you are a mom you know you do a lot of sort of social work that way you know you are very much involved in the community uh you play basketball you take care of your kids you you i don't know how you do all of these things i'm so interested in knowing more about you so welcome 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 let's get it fire away fire away okay so tell me tell us something i've told you know a lot what i know that about that was a lovely you, introduction by the way thank makes you makes me sound thank very good you. but you are very good so <laughs> easy i don't have to do anything <laughs> but uh, tell tell us about yourself you know your journey uh, how did you come up you know everything about you maybe not just truthfully yours but also your journey as a voice over artist and maybe one thing that i did not mention is that you are an influencer also in your personal capacity on instagram I don't like to micro add that to nano my, i don't I, know where i don't i don't really like to add that to my bio Uh, but uh, it's just something that happened along the way and yeah it's been good it's been good but no i'm not an influencer in the true sense as i don't really take on brand work and collaborations and stuff like that it's just all for fun you just enjoy what you do yeah, i just do enjoy what fun. i do okay T- tell us about you carolyn for somebody who doesn't know you at all um what how 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 are you going to talk you know just take us sort of through your journey so far So as you've already mentioned I think you pretty much covered everything um I like to call myself a voice over artist by profession because that is what I I've, I've been for the last I think 8 uh, years now almost uh that also happened I would say rather accidentally because uh it was always something I was interested in and uh, you know when the kids were a little older I figured that now's the time I can uh, do something about it. you know so I made a few inquiries I did a workshop 
and after i got my first job uh, there was no looking back you know i never intended to make it a career because at the time the kids were still young and you know it was very difficult to actually get out and do work and all of that but after getting that first job the jobs just you know kind of kept coming in and i kept saying yes <laughs> you know one thing led to another and now 7 8 years later we here we are you know i'm doing good work big work and very grateful for that so i'm a voice over artist by profession treatfully was uh happened 2 years ago to and a half years ago and i would literally say that that is a dream come true because the house and the idea for it came to me in a dream strangely enough um and i woke up the next morning and i was like why not you know what's the big deal why yeah. can't why can't i premix uh, you know make these uh, premixes and i kind of tried it out i remember it was the month of november in uh 20 and this was during 20. the pandemic is it it was just huh. after things had just started opening up and stuff it was november 2020 that i had the dream i woke up the very next morning and i made a premix and oh, for breakfast wow. and you know we tried it out the kids loved it uh it was the chocolate chip that is that was our very first flavor the chocolate chip and um, i remember giving them out as christmas gifts that year the next month how sweet and received such a nice response you know i did the whole little packaging and you know i made the little bag and then after the response i received at christmas time i was like you know what i'm just gonna just gonna go for it like what do i have to lose So yeah. I launched in Jan of twenty one with uh, two flavors: the vanilla, uh, the chocolate chip, and the banana blueberry. We launched with two flavors: sell via DM, you know, WhatsApp, all of that. And uh, it was so nice to see the response that it got. People were actually liking it, and you yeah. know, that's always that's always something so nice that the, the encouragement is always something that you yeah. need. to know that you can do bigger you can you know uh, do better and i think that's exactly yeah. what happened with me you know because uh, from that little sell via dm and whatsapp messages word of mouth kind of business today we are much much bigger um, yeah we have like and a range of seven amazon. products we're on amazon yeah. that's right we yeah. are in retail stores and you must amazon. mention your hot chocolate as well that's your favorite yes Yeah, that's my favorite. That's my kids' favorite. One thing yeah. about truthfully yours, which I don't know whether you said or I said, is that it's healthy premixes. Healthy. So no yeah. refined sugar, no. Yeah, nothing at all. Uh, I think that's no the way. Da. That's the way to go today because if you yeah, true, you can't be making a product that has meda and sugar in it. You know, not not in today's day and age. I think uh, parents are very uh, particular, maybe rightly so. Um, hmm. You know, uh, given what they want to feed their children. and yeah i think yeah. Uh, a healthy product is definitely the only way forward you cannot possibly do anything with a meda sugar uh, product in today's day and age yeah while while there are too many meda sugar products i i think it's it's always nice i i know that i gravitate more towards uh, either truthfully or a similar products because I don't feel guilty. I feel like oh, yeah. I'm at least feeding yeah. my kids, and it tastes nice. You know, it tastes nice yeah, yeah, enough tastes that you don't that yeah. you don't miss the sugar. You don't miss yeah, the, of course, yeah, the, the meda or anything um, of that sort. So now I have to bring you a little bit into the realm of legalities. I know you were like, I'm not very sure what to uh, say. No, so just say, 
just say whatever it is that you have in your sure. mind but you know when you when when you think of uh, a food related business there are re- regulations there are requirements there are licenses you know things like that Correct. and uh, for someone like you who actually just got this idea in a dream and woke up an action which i think is extremely cool it's very <laughs> you know we all have so many ideas it could but be rather brazen as well but uh, but yeah it worked it worked no but you did it i think it's it's execution is more important than you know having ideas and i know yeah. it like i've been yeah. having the yeah. idea of the daily lawyer since 2017 i actioned it in 22 it took yeah. me five years right. so you know um i really appreciate when somebody says i saw it in the dream and next day morning i st- i took action yeah uh but you know when you started like that so that was not like a thought out you didn't have a business plan and all that not right? at like, all my goodness it's like you literally in the flow Yes. Uh, in a situation like this, how did you think of, uh, or what? First of all, how did you think of? How did you deal with these, you know, regulations or licenses and so on? And today, how do you think of it? So the first thing I did was apply for an FSSAI license. Uh, that came through pretty fast. And, and you did quick. it online, is it? Or I did it asked, online. Like I said, up. at the time, now we're talking about two, uh, two and a half years ago. So yeah. at the time. It was just like you know, Google FSSAI, fill in the thing and download. You know, pay a small sum of money and you know, download the license. Um, that was a basic license. Yeah, good, good. I'm so happy that you just did. Like, I, I'm impressed yeah. at the speed of your execution. Yeah. So that happened. That was the only uh, document I had for the first maybe six to eight months. Um, by which time I realized that this was definitely growing into something bigger and better, and I. would not be able to only manage with this basic license after that i needed to apply for a gst which was another process altogether uh, so we got our gst registration as a registered company and all of that so did you have mandatory yeah did you get your ca to help you or then you yes. just ma- no 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 At, by that time i had a, a ca who helped me with the whole gst thing because when it uh, i come from a very uh, creative you know artistic background and my um uh, comfort with numbers is a big factor <laughs> you know anything to do with uh you know money and just even basic 2 plus 2 is something that honestly gives me palpitations even to <laughs> so the first thing i did was reach out to a ca and they took care of the whole process so uh that was another big um compliance for us that we had to uh make sure that we had um because that just opened the doors for a lot more uh, bigger of things course. like everything yeah. amazon retail you require a yeah. gst number yeah um, so we did all of that and in fact just i would say about 3 months ago i had to apply for a new fssai license because uh, the basic one was not cutting it anymore oh, okay. with the kind of uh, expansion and work that we were doing so yeah. i applied for a manufacturer's license that's lovely so now we are legit <laughs> Now you're legit. You were always we legit. legit. We were always yeah. legit, but now legit. we are proper. Now you're proper, proper, proper legit. <laughs> proper, okay, proper legit. wonderful. And uh, you know, uh, Karen, I always when when it is when you're selling through online channels, yeah. Um, especially like how you started, right? Um, hmm. Selling on DMs. What did you think of? Or did you have situations where you were asked for refund and you or you sent it or you did a cash on delivery order for some and then nobody picked it up and then you had to pick up the tab or you know yeah. somebody uh, you know, yeah things like that. Um, how did you manage with things like uh, with 
these kind of situations no uh, did you have terms and conditions or do you think now it's important that you have some terms that uh, you know i will not refund once or you have to pay me in advance or things like that uh, so to my i would say good luck um there was out of all the sales that we've currently done on amazon we've been on amazon since march march yeah march of this year um we just had one person return the product and amazon kind of takes care of that for you yeah So that's lovely. They refund their money and you know yeah. all of that. But when it comes to me personally, like uh, if you order on my website, it's basically uh, me who's packing your order, yeah. and, you know, processing it and sending it out. Um, again, to my good luck, we've not had any returns. I don't offer cash on delivery. I think as a small business, it's just probably better to not have that option. Yeah. For this current moment, because it just doesn't make sense for a business which is not as maybe large uh but what happens with us is our we fast charge we have a lot of clients who just you know directly message because a part of the large part of the business is a word of mouth thing yeah. we do a lot of return gifts we do a lot of party orders we do a lot of pop ups so that's where people pick up the product and they don't know that it's on amazon or they don't uh, know the website but you know it's all word of mouth Uh, so they send me a message and say you know hi this is what we want in which case i do a we fast hmm and you know uh, we're based in bandra and sometimes when you send it to town south bombay the we fast is almost over 200 bucks yeah that's not something everybody wants to pay so yeah. for me that's a decision i need to take whether i insist on a fee of 200 or 250 which, which is almost as much it's, as one packet it's the price of a packet so there's a yeah. part of me that feels uh silly i yeah. i don't know if that's the word but it, i feel weird to say yeah. you know you pay for a packet as a delivery charge so what i tend to do if it is a large amount i just put it at a flat rate of you know 100 bucks and mm. then i take the hit for mm. the balance there are some people mm. who are kind enough to you know just kind of pay the fee because they know that mm. it's what it is um but yeah so that's i think one area where we struggle also of course there are a couple there have been a few complaints where the package has reached damaged and you know the the, the pancakes inside the powder was all out uh probably in transit you know it was a bad delivery or a courier yeah um that happens mm. it will always happen to everybody um so yeah in, in those cases i just uh, send them a replacement product free of charge So basically yeah. it's important to always know that you know you need to put aside that much of money every month for these kind of things if you know damaged products that you have to replace uh sometimes we do a lot of uh, <clears throat> we give away free products like currently I'm doing a little uh what do you call it a little contest on Instagram so the winner gets a hamper so again that is a free of charge yeah. thing so you know you need to set aside an x amount of money every month knowing that there's going to be a few freebies that are definitely going to go out sometimes i like to put in a pack extra packet of something if somebody one of my regulars is ordering yeah yeah you gave me your um, vanilla butterscotch free i did yes yeah, see I, that is that was the last packet i opened last week when my right. sister had come down yeah, that is right. the last now now i i'm out of treatfully yours product 
I had enough so far, but now I'm Correct. I'm out of it. But um, so it's important to keep that little buffer every month. Yeah, the, I think that's that's know. good advice, especially yeah. for smaller smaller businesses and smaller product business. businesses. Correct. Yeah, because I think uh, we do. We're not planning. so big that we can afford to be um, you know pricey about certain things. Yeah. Because yeah. at the end of the day, at least for me, I know that I want the business. Hmm. You know, I would rather gain a new customer and you know take a hit of hundred bucks. Yeah. on my own because i know that that customer will come back you know yeah uh-huh. true so that for me is very important yeah true and tell me when it comes to your voice over uh, gigs i mean these yeah. are not questions i asked you but then you know it's, it's coming up in the right. conversation so right. um when it comes to your voice over jobs mm-hmm. uh, do you have any uh, have you faced any situation where you feel where you felt oh my god i wish i ha- i had set out my terms clearly or do you have an email or something like that where you say okay i have to be paid on such and such time i will deliver a b c d i will you know so things like that so in the field in the field of voicing um things have to be put down very clearly now when i first started out um most of our work went through email but i think over the course of time whatsapp became an official means of communication hmm. i uh, correct me if i'm wrong but i think that it's now Uh, permissible officially, yeah. Like so, what people do is they just share scripts. Uh, we send <clears throat> quotes and stuff all over WhatsApp yeah. versus an email, yeah, which is what used to happen prior. So I think that definitely leaves more uh, space for um, problems, Dis- problems, problems, misunderstanding, or mis- mis- miscommunication. Miscommunication yeah. is the word. Correct. Yeah. Miscommunication. Um, but yes, you have to. So basically, in the voiceover industry, we charge as per a duration of film. So is oh. it a thirty-second film? Is it a sixty-second mm. film? Um, what happens and where uh, we? The reason we do well is because we get paid royalties, and this is uh. also where there is a lot of misunderstanding and yeah. miscommunication because we record once for say uh, television, but then the same ad runs on uh, digital. Hmm. It runs in theaters. Um, if you're blessed to have a client who tells you up front that uh, you know there are going to be a few edits, a few cut downs, so then we need to charge them our master rate multiplied by the number of uh, cut downs and uh, you know places of use it's going yeah. to. A lot of people don't like to pay for that. So I think in the voiceover industry, that is probably the biggest uh, problem that we face. especially when dealing with smaller agencies the bigger agencies and production houses are always very clear and you know there's absolutely no trouble with them but it does happen and also payments <laughs> you know you have to forget about the job that you've done at least for a few months and then you got to say hi <laughs> you know uh, that happens a lot in okay. spite of maybe saying that uh, you know you give them a week you see nothing you give them another week you see nothing um i'm probably not the best person and i know there are a lot of people who do this via email and make things very very clear sadly i'm not one of those <laughs> um but i need to probably maybe yeah i want to sort of break down uh, because there were a lot of interesting things that you said yeah and um, i don't know much about the voice over industry but then uh, from what i heard i think it'll be very useful if we can break it down a little bit for those who are possibly interested in getting into this sure. or 
are in allied fields which have Correct. a similar sort of working style so you said a few things you said that um, you know you get royalties which means that there's some amount of ip that you own over over the voice over which is an important aspect and that has to be sort of given in writing in some shape yeah. or form so that's one part i want to get into uh, another part uh, you spoke about agencies small agencies big agencies and you know how uh, so i'm not i'm not very clear about are you hired by an agency are you contracted to multiple agencies who sort of pick up the phone and call you and say hey i have a client and you know sort of match you with the client is that what happens when it comes to agencies precisely because voiceover artists uh, are freelancers Hmm. So um, we just get a call from an agency saying send across samples, which we do. The samples are then sent to the client. So say for example, you're doing a film for Asian Peaks. Hmm. Um, the agency or production house will send samples of maybe three or four uh, voice artists, and the Asian Peaks kind of selects which voice they feel they like the best for their film. And then we are uh, they get in touch with us. The again the client generally has nothing much to do with it. It's always the agency or the production house. And uh, then now we go ahead and record. So the client, uh, you guys, you and the client typically don't meet. Always. Sometimes they do attend recordings. Yes, I won't say never. But more often than not, so typically it's, just it's the, uh, the production house that yeah. kind of. Uh, you know manages, manages everything so uh when when it comes to royalties what you said uh and that's something that's very interesting to us because it's very much within yes. the domain of law um, how is it is that something that you know you can negotiate or is that something that you ask up front and say that hey anywhere that my voice my uh, clip is played i will get x percent and that percentage is fixed or is that something that changes on a project to project basis or is that something that your agency negotiates on your behalf so it's a fixed rate generally uh, any voice over artist worth his or her salt will have a particular rate for this generally um say it's about 50% five euros 50% of your of your master film rate okay so there's one master film and then there are baby films that yeah you know, kind of uh, go everywhere else so hmm. that's an unwritten rule i would say that yeah. uh, and it's pretty much what it is and what they do so then you bill accordingly and uh, have you ever asked or thought of uh, or you know in your communication with agencies or brands or whatever uh asking for credit you know when you know, in an in instagram let's say it's on instagram or it's on youtube or wherever else it is uh do you have a credit that comes uh voice by so and so or something like that this was always a very big uh, discussion in the in, in the voice over industry because we very rarely get tagged in a film very very rare um it's just you know the the, the illustrators and the people who made the film but why is this get like to that? mention mm. i'm not sure to be honest mm. but now in the age of instagram and you know having social media handles it happens now if if a film is posted to instagram like currently i did a film for meta for instagram mm. itself and it was obviously the main the master film was for instagram it was in a real format so i got tagged there voice over by you know carolyn ferrera But when a film goes on YouTube, uh, there's no mention of us 
at all. And obviously, in television commercials, there's no television, mention. Television, yes. I mean, you can't. But, uh, there's no. You know. But when I did the documentary for National Geographic, since it was, you know, it was a one-hour-long film. So at the end, with there, there were the a whole list of credits, like a proper yeah. movie kind of style, and yeah. the, the voiceover by Captain Pereira was mentioned. But you don't but, ask for it, like in no, in your communication with your agency. Why not at all. you don't ask for it? Not at all. Like, just shouldn't you thing. ask for it? That's what I was thinking. Like, shouldn't you say that hey, if it goes on Instagram, then shouldn't that form part of your sort of these are the terms that I work on? Something That's like that. That's a good question, but no, I don't think it's part of our terms anywhere. But can it be? No, for someone, let's say, who is listening and wants to maybe get into this field or an allied field, is that something that potentially they can? Because it, to my mind, it seems logical. Like I, sh- if I were maybe in your place, I would probably put it down in my terms. Like these are the terms I work under, and then put one, two, three. You know, I need to be paid. I think paid. if that was part of my terms, people would just laugh. Oh, is it? Because it's it's not a thing. Asking for your name to be mentioned in any sort of uh, final film, I I've never even thought about it to be honest. And do you have any, uh, you know, any permissions? Why I'm asking you all these questions is that, um, you know, there are more and more regulate. Everything is getting more and more regulated today, yeah. especially in our country, yeah. uh, which is a good thing. Everything is getting more and more regulated. There's a data privacy bill uh, that's coming. I mean, yes. there's a privacy act that will come uh, soon, and. Uh, you can't use something uh you have to use especially on the digital space if you have if you have said that i'm going to use something whatever you have put out for a particular purpose you can only use it for that purpose if you want to take it and use it for some other purpose you need specific permission so for instance uh, if meta in the example that you gave if meta is uh you know they have tagged you when you've given your voice to meta and let's assume that you're not tagged uh do you really have permission to you know speak about that piece of work as your work on your so um, we can speak about the work once it's released uh so and very often that like something that you get in written is it in writing or is it like it's, it's like a given. Yeah, it's, it's a like given it's out it's out now so what's there to hide you know and the more hmm. you share the film the better for the brand right hmm. um so uh yeah but until the film is out it's best not of course yeah Like that, in a lot of cases, uh, companies require us to sign NDAs. Hmm. Yeah, certain very big agencies or you know bigger yeah. ones, we yeah. have to sign NDAs. But uh, it doesn't happen always. More of most of the time, it doesn't. But it's just on a human nature. You know, you're not going to blurt something out that you know you shouldn't yeah. be saying yet. Um, yeah. So yeah. I mean, like the other day, you, I don't know if you saw that, but I just put a story and said. Um, you know i'm uh, finally i'm doing this brand a diamond brand or something like that but i never actually mentioned carrot lane because the film was not obviously oh, released yeah, yet true. yeah so after it was then i posted the ad and you know said carrot lane yeah generally we would not i would not i don't know if others do but i would not uh let the cat out of the bag until the final film is yeah. out yeah yeah So from what I hear, there's not so much in terms of documentation or in terms of uh, exchange. I mean, of course, there's it's, it's a bit informal in terms of exchange on yes. WhatsApp. Informal, but otherwise, yeah. yeah. And that but is wrong. I'm even I'm even saying that here. It should be on email. Yeah, All because I think terms, especially ideally, 
yeah. should be put down on email. So uh, I had one bad experience, just one, wherein uh, I didn't get paid what yeah. I was supposed to get paid, and that was just my foolishness. Yeah, because there was no way to go back to it in writing and you know stuff like that. Because this was some time mm. ago, so there was not much communication. It was all like a phone call, you know, mm. something like that. So, but yeah, it's very important to put it down on. Most importantly, your uh, payment terms, because I think that's the only thing where yeah, we yeah, might have an issue as a voice artist. There's nothing yeah. else really that we can you know have any claim to. Yeah, but except for that, yeah. I want to go back now to uh, you know uh, to your treat for yours business. Sure. And, uh, I know you said that the, your CA helped you uh, get the GST and all in in place. Yeah. But did you or have you thought of things like trademarks or did you have any uh, or ha- you know uh, applied for a trademark or you know did you have any? Uh, what are your thoughts around you know those kind of things? I have no thoughts. <laughs> I'm not even uh, I'm not even thinking about things like uh, trademark and all of it as of now because in my head and like I said I don't really have much of a business background uh, I've not studied business or finance or anything but so to me a trademark is like oh yeah it's something do I need it I'm not sure if somebody should ask me tomorrow for it then I'll you know kind of start <sighs> looking it up and figuring out whether I need it yeah. or I don't Yeah. So that's a very honest answer for you. I haven't yeah. even thought about these things. Yeah, but, but I think you a... must think about it because what trademark yeah. does is it it just protects it's nothing but protection. And it protects right. you because it's your business and you know your sweat and blood and you don't even yeah. need to have an established business to apply for a trademark. And you're using the mark, okay. you know, it's it's all over social Correct. media and it's very Correct. simple to do, honestly. Uh it's Again, not Does this go through a lawyer? Uh yeah you can yeah, go to, in fact your CA if if your CA is the person that I am I am thinking about and if yeah, it's somebody yeah. that you both know then your yeah. CA will be able to do it very ably and yeah. it's not very expensive so you should okay. you should ask Great. because I think uh, Amazon asked me recently if I had a trademark that <clears> would improve my uh store or something like that they would yeah. do something better with advertising if I had a trademark yeah. and I was like yeah. okay let me look so into even, it but even then if I forgot you just apply you know under the correct classes then your application is put through you can use the words tm again streetfully yours correct and once your trademark is granted then you use registered so that How sort cool of gives that you that protection so yeah. nobody can take the name correct. like nobody can take it and then you know pass it off as theirs which is something correct. that you want you want to ring fence yeah. your whatever you yeah. built right because correct uh, you're working so hard at it why would you want somebody else to take it yeah, absolutely so the best part that is, is the like recognition like yesterday There was an ad that we put in a in a brochure in a magazine, and somebody yeah. saw it and they were like, uh, and I mentioned I said, oh, I have my ad in here, and they were like, oh, which one? Oh, treatfully yours is yours, How which sweet. meant that which meant that they they didn't know it was mine, but it meant yeah, but that they, they had uh, seen it and they knew yeah. of it, and I was like, yeah. yes, <laughs> yes, see, so that was so really then cool. all the more reason why you need to uh, you need yeah, to apply know, for a trademark, so. and uh, this was one mini. Uh, unplanned mini lesson on why yes, any small absolutely. business owner must uh, must apply for a trademark Correct. before maybe definitely on my list. Yeah. Yes, you can ask uh, the CA. She is very competent and she'll be able to help you. Okay, tell me, um, have you had any problem? What 
would you say has been your biggest challenge getting help from these kind of quarters you know legal financial maybe i haven't really had any challenge i wouldn't i wouldn't say that there's it's been challenging because my ca kind of honestly babies me through the whole uh you know process so, of that, whatever she needs to do as far yeah. as legally is concerned touch wood i have had uh, no issues no questions so far so far so i would not really be able to give you a proper answer for this because i've not I really know, faced any answer. challenges in in that respect yet that's a good enough not answer yet. i think and yeah. and it's good if you've not uh, but it's so important not... to have all of these things because the other day um you know we had this really big meeting for something very 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 promising coming up hmm. soon and they said to me uh, once legal clears your paperwork we'll be in touch yeah and you know that instant you feel like oh my god yeah you know i hope everything's in order yeah you know what i'm, I'm saying like, it's yeah. like but that's why that's why it's so important to have all of these uh, documents especially when you're at the growing stage you know when you're getting bigger it's very yeah. very important to have your documentation firmly down correctly yeah true and also an understanding of what you are signing yes in yes. you know in in my experience what happens is especially between a, a, a small business and a larger business the small business is so excited at yeah. the prospect of the uh, business growth that the larger Correct. business is going to bring Absolutely. that you're willing to actually sign off a lot of things because you just want to get your foot in the door Very and true. i would caution every small business uh i would not say i'm not cautioning you against it i'm i'm saying that you read the paperwork twice thrice yeah. think about it be mindful of what you're going to sign don't give Absolutely. up a, you know everything no what you said is very true IP. because it's it's, uh, it's me who wants the business so we're yeah. willing to sign off a lot of things but yeah. yeah read read the document twice or thrice yeah especially your ip uh payment terms and all you will naturally read like that is something yes. that we will immediately do but Correct. we don't really pay attention to uh supposing they ask you to co-brand something you know or yeah. they will they want you to white label something co-brand something yes. they want you to come up with uh, like you say christmas Correct. i don't know fame all of those places is where you need to make sure that your you your business is also fenced and you get Correct. you know uh you don't give away all of your ip and all of your it's more like a like a vendor vendor client yes. sort of relationship yes. more yes. than any other relationship so that's probably i don't know why i feel like this one gyan i'm giving you like unsolicited gyan i'm and, loving it yes yeah, so uh but yeah anyway okay so this <clears throat> closes out the legal legal part of the podcast the second half of the podcast i do it for myself because i love right. listening to the answers it's called 54321 so ask you five of something four of something three of something like that okay uh so five productivity tips that you have i love my to do list i cannot do without my to do list and i think that it really enhances my productivity when i tick things off mm. um and at the end of the day i love to see them all ticked off how sweet so huh? um and i know that something is pending if it's not been ticked off that i'll get to the next day uh so i you know i put pen to paper it's not a list on my phone or anything mm. it's pen to paper and i just tick as i go so that for me is definitely one of the reasons i'm able to stay productive and yeah. have everything on hand you know that i mm. need a uh, second year routine is very important just for me i um work from home currently mm. uh so i have very flexible hours 
which is a good thing and a bad thing. Hmm. So I try to keep it as um, fixed as possible. So, for hmm. example, I only work in the mornings. I wouldn't say hmm. only, but most days I work like half the day, <laughs> and the second half of the day I, you know, is is for the other million things that you yeah. have to do as a mother, and you know, yeah. just for the house and stuff like that. So, um, just that routine is also incredibly important. Managing your time so important again. It's so easy to procrastinate, you know, when yeah. you're working from home. You know, just say, "Oh, I'm just going to finish watching that episode yeah. that I, you know, was half last night." Yeah. But you know, don't do that. At least not every day. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, don't procrastinate. I think these are things that have led to a higher level of productivity for me. Um, because let's be honest, uh, uh, it's not very hectic work every day. Like the days that we are manufacturing the actual product is an absolute nightmare <laughs> from morning yeah. to night. And yeah. it's a lot of hard work, a lot of you know being on your feet. So any day that could actually, or do you have a production now, facility? Yes. Well, uh, as fabulous. of now, no, no. But we need to get a production facility now because our numbers monthly have shot through the roof, becoming very difficult to now manage. Yeah. So it's a yeah. great thing. So looking to expand, maybe we'll get a bit of a place very, very mm. soon. I hope we're looking up. Yeah. So uh yeah, so on those days, you know, it's always very very hectic, but on other days it's a lot business is a food business is not only about tasty food and paperwork and phone calls and emails and um you know, all of that mm. stuff that just needs to be done. Yeah. So that's what I tackle on most days. Yeah. Uh, I think just having that list is definitely yeah. a better for that greater. Yeah. I think a lot of people who have come on the podcast, whenever I ask this question, uh, they give me productivity tips. They'll always uh, 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 say, "Have a to-do list." I yeah. don't particularly have a to-do list every time. I think I should switch. Like I'll show you my to-do list. It's like it's there really? every single day. <laughs> it's ticked <laughs> off, but it gives you such a sense of uh, how nice. I can't see. Yeah, I know it's it's yeah. right, but it's, it's there. Blurred. It's all ticked off. Yeah, um, but I think that is just for me. Yeah, it works like that sense of accomplishment that you get when you just stick it off. Yeah, and you see that it's done. You know that it's done. Yeah. So when you you know go back a few pages, you're like, okay, you know, I have this. Mm. So it's really important for like us to have enough labels and stickers and boxes and even dumb stuff like um, masking tape and you mm. know, uh, sticker True. labels, all of it. So when you know you're running down on stock, so I know that I've ticked it off my list somewhere. So it must be here somewhere. You know, so oh. I know that I have what I need. Okay, inventory nice... management yeah. things like that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's very hard to do what you do. you're doing. Like three people's job, Carolyn. Yeah. Oh, like God, one person because you're making the product, you're <laughs> advertising the product, you're doing, you know, your business relations or client relationships. Uh, you're doing the back end. You're doing the front end. You're doing everything. So. Uh, It's really admirable what you're doing. So keep keep it up. I hope you get help and you know as as you, you know what out. there is time for everything. Is what I'm yeah, trying to say. True. There is time for true. everything. It may sound yeah. like a lot sometimes. Even when I hear it, when you said it back just now, I thought, my God, how am I doing that? But you know what? It's I get asked this question a lot. How are you managing? It's all right <laughs> because I'm yeah. not doing all five things on one day. Like yeah. today, I'm doing one thing. Tomorrow, I'm doing another. Day after, I'm doing something else. So, um, you know, where there's a will, there's a way. Yeah, 
and i think this is the secret of being a productive person like you have time for everything because you've planned you everything no you've slotted planning that's what i'm saying planning yeah. and time management is super important people ask yeah. me, how are you able to do all of this instagram uh, funny yeah. stuff that you do yeah i do it on a day that i don't really have much work like when i'm done by 10:30 in the mornings with my emails or whatever you know stuff has to be done has to be done i'm kind of free that day then you know yeah so i have the time let's do something that's fair i'll never I do it on a day that i have work huh. you never find me on the gram on a day that huh. know, i've been working or i've had a lot to do i'll never be there you'll find me there on the days when i'm vela <laughs> I I think it's impressive that you at least have days when you're Vela. Yeah. No, it is it to... is really a blessing just being your yeah. own boss. Um yeah. definitely adds to that. If I want the day off, yeah, I take the day off me. unless there's something absolutely pressing. Yeah. So, I think after yeah, it's not hampering it's not hampering productivity in any way. So, uh, why why not? Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's 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 healthier to take some time off. Yes. Absolutely. Than not to do it. Uh, okay, four uh, books that you would recommend. I'm not much of a reader, so you, then you all recommend four shows um, or four, you but, know, whatever. No, but uh, there was this book that I read in the pandemic. I actually did this little um, workshop of sorts. It was called The Magic, the book by Rhonda huh. Byrne. Yeah, Rhonda Byrne. So yeah. a friend of mine, a, a, a school friend of mine, was having this magic workshop. So every day we had to read one chapter, and she would send us a list of something. I thought that was such a beautiful experience, yeah. especially yeah. at a time like that, you know, during the lockdown yeah. and the pandemic. So I think that was the last uh, book that I maybe uh, probably read. Yeah. But otherwise, I just pick up like maybe you know Sophie Kinsella or Colleen uh, yeah. Hoover, you know, kind of yeah. just stories, light and fun. Even in yeah. my choice of TV shows, it's always something. fun to watch at the end of the day although i love to watch uh, drama movies thrillers where they like running with guns and all <laughs> i love that kind of uh, stuff to watch show wise but uh, yeah always is just just to kind of relax at the end of the day and not put yeah. too much thought into what i'm reading or what i'm watching yeah okay three uh three things that you will tell a young graduate or a young student or you know uh firstly don't uh put your dream down or not if not a dream if it's something that you want or have wanted to achieve a goal that you have never say oh but i can't do that you know because who's saying that you can't do that yeah of course, of course you can you know and you yeah. just need to believe in yourself so that i think yeah. is the first step for any young person to know that um things are attainable you know things mm. are achievable you have to just really focus Mm. and you know do your research and figure out how you're going to you know ask for yeah. help yeah and i think that in today's day and age there are lots of lovely people who are more than willing to help you i know that is yeah. the reason why i have also reached uh, a certain place in life because people have been there to help me and to guide me because like i yeah. again i'm saying i don't really have much of experience you know business wise and in so many other areas but people have always been so willing to help when you want to start something that they can see the passion for yeah so to anybody there you know a young person somebody just starting out you know ask for help believe that you can do it and really focus and you know get things done because you mm. can okay definitely. lovely and uh, two life lessons that you have learned in your life so far uh i don't know life lessons 
I think if you just take everything with a pinch of salt, um, I'm talking about business-wise. Uh, while there are so many people there, you know, to help you, there are the same number of people there, you know, waiting to bring you down. So, um, I would say never take criticism from somebody you wouldn't go to for advice. Yeah, true. So that's, uh, that's one, one of the lesson. biggest life lessons that I yeah. have. Um, that I think I have <clears throat> the hard way. Yeah. And what's the other one? So one um, is never take criticism from someone you would not go to for advice. Things take yeah. time. Definitely, mm. nothing happens overnight. Yeah, um, true. You need to give yourself a good six months, even as a voiceover artist. Like just yesterday, I was on a call with someone wanting to be a voice artist, and I always tell the truth. I said, don't expect to be big for at least a couple of years. You know, you have to do the small jobs, the the you know the the little lesser paying jobs that don't give you much recognition or mileage. You have yeah. to do that to get to you know advertising yeah, and the yeah. bigger digital films. So good things definitely take time. Learn from your mistakes. We're always making mistakes. I know that I am. Don't look at it as you know a big um, hmm. a cross or whatever. If you didn't get a particular job or you didn't bag a particular client, that's okay. Just learn from your mistakes. Like I tend to uh, not give the correct information when people approach me to you know ask for bulk orders and stuff like that. I tend to get very confused. So what I do now is I think about it and then I reply. Earlier, hmm. I would never because out of excitement, I would just go like tuck, 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 tuck. You know, I huh. would reply or tell them. But now I think it over and then I kind of reply. So hmm. that's what I have learned. That was a big mistake that I was making a few years ago. But I've learned from that, and so it's gotten a lot better now. Yeah, that's nice. And final last question is the one piece of advice, uh, the best piece of advice that you have received. <clears throat> People give so much advice. I don't know oh, what is the the best one, but I think at the end of the day we're all monkeys with a plan. <sighs> so you know, don't take yourself too seriously. Um, just be yourself, even uh, if it comes to your business. And this is something that yes, I've received a bit of criticism for because my business page, you know, on social media might not be as professional as somebody else's but I tend to put my personality into what I do yeah um, so like I, I always say that I'm a monkey with a plan <sighs> but um, you know it, it works so I think don't take yourself too seriously whatever you're doing just have fun yeah. as long as you keep your focus uh, you know your eye on the prize um, I don't see where you can go wrong or how you can yeah. go wrong yeah. you have to learn to have fun on the That's whole journey it's hard to do uh, I don't know how you do it like I don't think I would have the courage to like you know, play a ukulele and just chill you know <laughs> play a ukulele oh. badly so, play. but I do it because because look look I mean uh, I you, you nobody's perfect no yeah I it's know like I may be great at, as, a, as a voiceover artist I may be really good but do I play the ukulele well I don't but does that uh, deter me from putting it out there for you to see it doesn't and I think it's fabulous that it doesn't deter you Uh, because it would have deterred me honestly I don't put anything on my personal life being being Uh, on Instagram has really taught me that uh, people are not looking for perfection not in you as a person not in you with your business nobody's looking for perfection people are looking for the real you you know Mm. it's like every business has a story they are more interested in what your story is 
and not only uh, what your product is yeah you know yeah. that is very very important and i think that is something that has worked for treatfully yours because i'm constantly highlighting our story along yeah. true, you know, true. with our products and our yeah. I think people tend to like that and find it very. Good. They do. Thank you so much, Carolyn. I I really had a nice time chatting with you. I hope so. Like, I did too. Sitting across in coffee and you know just chilling. Yes. And chatting. Yes. Thank you so much.